Thank you guys for taking a moment to listen to God's word today. Right now we're in a series called Core, understanding the strength and design of the church. Hope that this sermon will be a blessing to you and your family. This morning I want to speak to you guys on this title DNA. 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 What is the design of the church you know we all know dna we know that you know dna makes us unique you know it's different from one another and and fundamentally uh you know uh we are probably fundamentally we are all just human beings but but at the same time there's something unique about each one of us and the thing is that nobody can copy paste a dna it is yours and it's and it's unique but when it comes to the church fundamentally we are not the same with the world the world has certain fundamental um what do you call um ideas or notions the world has certain fundamental um uh, principles that follow but if you look at the word of god the word of god is always contradictory to what the world is teaching us in fact the way god wants us to live and the way god has designed us to be fundamentally the church is actually different from the world we are different species we are kingdom species if you have accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior if you are saved by his grace if you are baptized if you have been planted in a church living in god's community if you claim yourself that you're a follower of jesus and that you are a disciple of our lord and savior then you and i we are fundamentally different from the world we don't we don't mix with the principles of the world but the the word of god that is in us shifts our life and we intersect what god is teaching us from the word of god is not the same what the world is teaching us for example you know one thing that is very common out there that says just follow the desires of your heart just follow your heart many people just think and say like oh follow your heart just go for it it's great you know it sounds good just because everything anything that sounds good or anything that is on and i got to say this these days anything that is on instagram post or or any social media or if it's tweeted doesn't mean it's the divine revelation all right the divine revelation is in god's word what everything that sounds good is not right because the reason that statement is fundamentally wrong is because if i follow my heart if i really want to follow the desires of my heart my heart is actually selfish i, I i'm going to speak for myself my heart is actually selfish my heart desires for the flesh my heart would always want to think about me is is this just me or can anybody else also claim the same oh good i'm not the only sinner in the world yes <laughs> that's that's us that's human nature that's who we are but when you give your heart to god when 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 jesus christ enters our life he completely turns us around <laughs> 
Now my prayers are not just about me. My prayers are for others. I, it, is not in, it is not me anymore. It is Christ in me, the hope of glory. It's a total transformation. It's a total shift. I don't just follow the desires of my heart. I follow what the Lord lays in my heart and I follow the will of God and I lay my desires away so that God's will shall be fulfilled in my life. And even if I have my desires, my desires have to be in alignment with God's word. And God's word will never be in alignment with what the world wants us to do. So, we are a different species. Our DNA is kingdom DNA. Our DNA is from God. So the church needs to carry the image of Christ. And how can the church carry the image of Christ? Only when you and I carry the image of Christ. Ecclesiastes 4, 9-10 it says, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. Now, if you say that in the world, they say, if you can run on your own, you can, you know, it, it, this doesn't happen today. If you look at the business world, if you look at anything, you know, two people are better than one, they'll say, you know, walk over somebody, jump over somebody, so that you will run ahead. There's, it is not a basic principle to help each other. If, if one person falls, the other can reach out. And help, but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Now this is why being part of a church community is really important so that you are not following Jesus on your own. You're not walking and falling on your own. That we are here to help each other, reach out to each other, help somebody raise up when they fall down. In Bible, number two means agreement. If you see that Jesus you know, when he sent his disciples out in mission, it says, you know, uh, he sent them out as two. The Bible says where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am. It means that, that when two people come together, it means they come together in agreement of something. So this morning, the question that I have for all of us is that if God has given a vision, can we all come together in agreement of that vision? That's number one. If we don't come together in agreement of the vision, then how can we all travel together and uh, take the vision and the mission forward? So is everybody with me this morning to find out how we can come in agreement with the vision? Yes. Amen. You see, DNA, the chemical name for the molecule that carries Genetic instructions in all livings. That's the definition. It's a chemical name for a molecule that carries generic, uh, genetic instructions in all living things. The DNA molecule consists, consists of uh, uh, how many strands? Two strands. Again, the number two is there that winds around one another to form a shape known as a double helix. It, it, it is wind around one another. In other words, it can't be separated. When, when two people come together in agreement of something, it's almost like, like a covenant. That when God came and died on the cross for us and rose again on the third day and he said, I'm going to give you new life, it, it, it became as part of our life. We have a new life in Christ Jesus. We have a new covenant. And now our DNA is the new covenant DNA. 
somebody say amen. That's what we live in and that's the kind of church we are called to be. So can we all come together that in a way that we can be part of the vision, that the vision of the church and me cannot be separated. We live in it, we live through it, we live for it because it's given by God and it's for a purpose. Every church has a DNA and the core of it doesn't change. A lot of times uh, I've heard people, we say this, uh, I mean we do this over and over and over again. We repeat the same thing. Of course we repeat the same thing because that's our DNA. It's the strand. It is what the church is built on. It is the vision that God has given for us. The church is founded on the core principles of God's word and we don't move from the word of God. Our methods may change. Our approach might change. But we will not waver from the vision. Now the question is, Pastor, you're talking about vision, vision, vision. What is the vision? What is the DNA of King City Church? Let's put up the vision on the screen. And this is the vision of our church. We exist to reach people far from God into new life in Christ so that they can make a lasting difference in our community, city, and the world. Let the slide stay on the screen. We exist to reach people far from God into new life in Christ so that they will make lasting difference in their communities, cities, and the world. Let me decode this vision for you. You see, in this vision, there are some things that, that are keystone elements. If you go to the next slide, you'll see Number one is reach. We exist to reach. We don't exist to just sit down and be a spectator. As a church, we exist to reach. That is why we have, you know, outreach, a lot of outreach opportunities in our church. We don't just create programs and events because we are bored and have nothing else to do. We exist to keep reaching. So we have a lot of outreach opportunities. We got various ministries like Relentless Ministries, that is students' ministries, kids' ministries, you know, worship. Everything is a pathway to reach all kinds of people. Sunday service, Sunday service is to reach people, connect with people so that we can come together and worship the living God. And the second keystone in the vision is people. Number one is to reach. Who are we reaching? Number two is people. What kind of people? We, King City Church, we are a multicultural and a multi-generational church. We are not just a church for the youth. We are not just a church for the children. We are not just a church for the families and the elderly. We are a multi-generational or you can even say intergenerational church. That every generation will find a place in this church because we believe that Jesus Christ is for everybody, the young and to the old. And we treat them all equally and we want to reach them with the word of God equally. And we are a multicultural church. Even though we exist in India, this church is not influenced by an, an Indian culture or Western culture or caste system or, um, or class system. We are influenced by kingdom culture. 
And the kingdom culture is not a respecter of my background or, or not a respecter of my status or not a respecter of what car I drive or what class I have in the society. And definitely it's not a respecter of caste system that we have here in India. The word of God is against it and we don't practice it. So what does it mean? We accept everybody because Christ died for everyone. Equally. This church is for all. It's for the people. It doesn't say, it doesn't say Indian people. It doesn't say American people. It doesn't, it's for people. For everybody and people who are far from God. Who are the people who are far from God? They're probably the people who are unchurched, who have never been to church from different religion or different backgrounds. People who, are, who, have, who have never experienced Jesus, they can be considered as who are far from God. And also for people who have accepted Jesus but not living a committed relationship with Jesus. Many people who have joined us here, people who have unchurched have been part of our church and also people who needed a fresh start has also been part of our church. This church will continue to reach multiculturally, multi-generationally without any barriers. Anybody can walk through the doors of King City Church. Can we have the slide back? And the third thing is that we exist to reach people far from God into new life in Christ. Now this is where we are all traveling and this is our present. That we live this new life in Christ. Everybody who walks into the church will find freedom and they will find purpose. This is why we have life groups. The very reason we run life groups is because, you know, uh, people should find new life in Christ. And that's not going to happen just through one message or one Sunday service. It is a constant relationship that we have as God's community coming together and week after week unpacking God's word together and learning together. That's the important part. So if you're not part of a life group, get into a life group. You can go to our website, kingcitychurch.org forward slash live groups and all the information is there. Register, you know, uh, one of our team members will get in touch with you and help you to be part of a life group. It is important that we grow together. Discipleship is important. We also have <coughs> other um, courses like baptism course. Explore course where you learn more about the church and uh, become the member of the church and, and what are the things that you could do you know, in order to understand the basic doctrines of, of Christianity. We have build course that helps you to go deeper. We have reach course that helps you to become, uh, you know, do evangelism. We've got all these various courses running. Why? We want everybody to find freedom and we want everybody to find purpose in Christ Jesus. And the fourth key stone in this vision is difference. When you find new life in Christ, as it is a process, it's not going to happen overnight. As you are becoming better day by day, you are also making or called to make a difference in your community, in your society, 
where God has placed you. You don't wait to make a difference when you become perfect because that day is not going to happen. We are all under the mercy and under the grace of God, but we start making a difference as we keep serving Jesus. That's how we do it. That's the reason we have dream teams. That's the reason we encourage people to serve in ministry. That's the reason we tell people, come on, get on board and make a difference. As you serve in different ministry, people here serve in worship team, in media team, in dream teams, you know, in host team, all the various kinds of dream teams that we have, that we serve together so that the vision can be fulfilled in and through our lives. That's the DNA. Now, in order for this vision to happen, we need a focus. So anything that we do in this church is not outside this vision. So the focus is three. And we have three things. Love God, love people, and love life. This is our focus. This is, we call it the king's code. The code of KCC. That no matter what we do, we continue to keep loving God. We help people to love God. I need to keep loving God in order to keep loving people. And I need to keep loving God and keep loving people so that I can love the life. How can you love the life that God has given you when you walk in the purpose that God has called you to do right now? When you find your freedom, when you find your purpose, you will start enjoying all that God has for your life. And our method is to help people to belong. They don't have to even believe to belong. At the moment you walk through the doors of our church, this is home for you. Even if it is through online, many of you would consider a pastor. I'm from different parts of the world. I'm not even in India. I don't think I'll be able to walk through the doors of your church. But hey, this is a digital church and we consider you as family even if you're joining us online. You are, you are home with us. You are family with us. We pray for you every day. We care about you every day. And whatever that God is doing in your life, we want to be part of it. And whatever that God is doing through the life of King City Church, we would love for you to be part of it. We are God's people, no matter where we live. This is our KCC extended family. Amen. We love you. We love you. And, 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 you belong here. And as you belong here, you keep believing in Christ. And as you belong and as you believe in Christ, you will become everything that God wants you to be. This is where our mission statement comes in. This is what every leader in the church, you know, including myself as pastors and leaders, this is what we are trying to live and this is what, what we are trying to do. Our mission statement says that we exist to connect with the hearts and lives of people in a way that inspires change and brings hope. Can you see that? Can you see the difference there? We exist. Everything that I do, everything the worship team does, everything the guys on the media does, every, every other teams in different parts of the church, and, and, and uh, no matter who we are, what we're doing, we exist to connect with the hearts and lives of people people we are here for people that's what we are here for that's what jesus is doing through our lives is to connect with them 
But we connect with them in a way, not, not you know, in a way that forces change. In a way that inspires change. How can you inspire people into a changed lifestyle? The only way you can inspire people into a changed lifestyle is when you live like Jesus here on earth. What is different about us is that we carry the image of Christ. That's the thing that is different. And we, it's not going to be perfect image at all the time. It might be a little distorted. It might, it might be imperfect. You might still be struggling with unforgiveness in your heart. But in the midst of it all, as you're trying to follow Jesus, we inspire others along with us. So our job is to inspire people to look at Jesus, to point people to Jesus because he's the one who will bring hope. So we will connect with people in every way possible that will inspire change and brings hope. We can only point them to Jesus. We can't bring transformation into their lives because transformation happens through the work of the Holy Spirit as they hold on to Jesus. Amen? As we all hold on to Jesus. So can we all love God? Can you give me a thumbs up if, you, if you're with me? Can we all love God? Can we all love people? And can we all love life that God has given for us? This, we don't deviate from this. This is our DNA. We, we receive this from God's word. That is why loving God is as a church is that we will always be a word-centered church. We will always preach the word of God that will not be diluted. It will not be compromised. We will always speak it boldly. We will be a church that always carries a heart of worship. A heart of worship is not just singing songs, but a heart of worship is that we will walk in obedience to God's word. Obedience brings worship to Him. And we will always be a church that is strengthened by prayer. Not strengthened by money, not strengthened by materialistic things, not strengthened by false hope of other men and women, but we will always be a church that is strengthened by prayer. A praying church is a united church. A praying church stands together. So we will not deviate from word. We will not, you know, stop worshiping him. And we will always be strengthened by prayer. We are a church that loves people because we will keep reaching. We will keep helping. We will keep serving people in every way possible. And we will love the life that God has given for us because we are called to live in the fullness of Christ. Serving one another helps you to find that purpose. Church, we are one house. But we are one house with many rooms. We are one house with many rooms. Every sinner can be accommodated. Every broken person can be accommodated. If you think you are not a sinner and if you are perfect, then you actually don't need Jesus, let alone you need church. But if you feel that you are a sinner, you are broken, and that you need restoration in your life, then this church is for you. Maybe you've been part of this church for a very long time, but you haven't been taking the next step 
of how you can be in agreement with the vision and how you can serve to be part of this vision. Maybe God is calling you and speaking to you about taking the next step. Maybe you've been visiting our church very shortly and you're thinking about becoming a member. I hope that God will speak to you. If this is your place, then make that decision. We are here to help you, serve you, and connect you with God in every way possible. But we are one house. We are not divided. Even though we are from different parts of the world, even though we are from different countries, we have different backgrounds, we speak different languages, we use English not because of any cultural aspect, because it's one common language that we can all understand. But culture comes from the word. We live by kingdom principles. We live by kingdom culture, not by territorial culture. So we will not be divided by territorial influences, but we'll be united by God's word. We are one house. Come on, everybody say it out. We are one house. And that one house is God's house. See Romans 12, 4 to 6, it says, For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we, being many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Having then gifts different according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. We are not the same. We all are treated, I mean, uh, gifted differently. But we are treated the same by God and you'll be treated the same in the house of God. But let's put all our gifts into use. Anything that God has invested in your life, anything that you can do in order to serve Him in your community, in your society, for people around you, go ahead and do that. Soon, from in the next couple of weeks, we are going to start our Explore course online where you can go through the course and become the member of our church. You can uh, be part of the REACH course and learn how to do evangelism one-to-one in smaller level in your communities. You can be part of life groups that happen throughout the week. You can make that step so that you can, you can flourish in the house of God. Use what God has given for you. When we can all find purpose, this is a church where we can all find purpose through what God is doing in this house. All of your gifts, all of your talents can be put to use in God's house for the sake of his kingdom. Church, I have one question and I'm going to close. What is distracting you? What is distracting you from being part of this? From being part of what God is doing? You know, Paul, when he spoke to the Galatian church in chapter 5 verse 7, he says, You ran well. You ran well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This is the question I believe that the Holy Spirit is asking a lot of us. You've been running well for me in the past, but there is some hindrance in your life. Who is troubling you? Or what is troubling you? Don't play the comparison game that so-and-so is doing this or he is doing that or his life is better. The moment you compare yourself you, you, with others, you're comparing your imperfection with another imperfect person. But we are not called to compare with other imperfect people. We are called to raise our standards towards the perfect God and by following Him. 
If you're writing notes, you can write this down. Your calling is to live in the fullness of Christ and not to compare with imperfect people. Your calling is to live in the fullness of Christ and not to compare with imperfect people. Living in the fullness of Christ is an everyday process. It's an everyday process. It's a day-to-day thing. Hebrews chapter 12 Verse 1, the last part of the verse says, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Don't let anything distract you. Don't let anything distract you. Don't let your, your, um, you know, your doubts distract you from fulfilling God's purpose. Don't even let your physical ailments distract you from the purpose of God and serving Him. Don't let anything stop you or distract you to run this race for God. Let us keep going with endurance. Let's run this race with endurance. In following the one who is righteous, in serving him, in reaching people, in connecting with people, and serving one another, in loving one another, let us keep going. Let's not give up. So church, can we be in agreement of this? If I have taught anything to you this morning that is not from God's word, Please don't agree. But if you believe that it's from God's word, then can we be in agreement? If you are in agreement with God's word this morning and the vision, can I see a thumbs up? This is who we are. This is who we are. Thank you. Thank you. This is who we are. This is who we are. For everybody who are in agreement and thank you for the thumbs up, I have one more question for you. Can we build together? Can we be part of God's kingdom together? Ephesians 4, 3 to 6, 6 it says, Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, there is one faith and there is one baptism. There is one God and there is only one Father for all of us. And He is the one who is above all and Him everything is through all and in you is everything. We have one Father, we have one God and we have one Spirit and church We have one vision. We have one vision. And we'll keep moving forward. We are one house. We are one church. Amen? Amen? This is who we are. And this is where we are going. I hope you are blessed with God's word today. If you would like to support our ministry financially, you can do so by visiting kingstichurch.org forward slash give. We hope to see you next week with a brand new sermon. 